Welcome to Elixir Outlaws, the hallway track of the Elixir community. Hey, Amos. Hey, Chris. How are you doing today? I'm good. I'm mostly recovered from the yeah. trip, from the drive home. I'm I'm still a little bit tired. You had a much further drive than me. What? How how far is it? So my house is about eight and a half hours from from the conference. You passed me on the drive. Did I? Yeah. At one my- point. <laughs> You didn't like honk and try to run me off the road? No, 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 that. I couldn't have caught you. I was in a minivan. Oh, well, not mine's not much better. <laughs> Somebody called mine a microvan when we were <laughs> when we were at the conference. Uh it's like a hatchback that wanted to be a minivan. Right. Exactly. <laughs> it had all the aspirations of being a minivan. So I was in the middle of an offer letter uh mm. this this morning. A little bit before we got on and uh in the middle of it i see a pop-up come up on my screen that has the person's name i was getting ready to make an offer to <laughs> and so i open up the email that he sends he just took a new job oh. <laughs> that's like really ah <laughs> but oh well you gotta strike while that iron while that iron is hot yeah that's what my, my wife is like see see you shouldn't sit back <laughs> that's true that's true. You have no one to blame but yourself. Uh, that's true. Oh, well. I wish him the best of luck. He's actually going to a company who is looking into using Elixir. And so his first job out of school might be doing Elixir. So that that's be cool. cool. That's awesome. Yeah. That's very exciting. So anyway, back to the conference. I just had to say that because his resume is still on my desk. <laughs> <laughs> How was your how was your elixir conf? My elixir conf was awesome. So I both of us actually we went out early. We went out on Monday, and uh, I got to hang out with some people before the conference. I wasn't doing any training, giving or participating like you were. Um, so so it was actually kind of nice just spend that time to catch up with a few people uh, to go pick up um, some some stuff for Lazy River Conf, which was was a great time. Uh, smashing and, and success I, and i yeah it was it was awesome and i i also sat in the back of uh the nerves training with with frank and justin just in case anybody needed help um then i could point them to somebody smarter than myself but uh i i i told somebody it's like a magician at a uh at a restaurant my job is to just make them not realize how long it actually is for them to get their food Mm-hmm. <laughs> and to bother them when they just want to have a conversation with each other. It'd yes, be kind of creepy. Just it, a little it, bit creepy. Slightly creepy. <laughs> May I show you some illusions? <laughs> They're not tricks. Don't call them tricks. Oh, yeah. It's, it's a good joke. It's a good joke every time. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, so I realize you're sitting here waiting for your blooming onion to come out. <laughs> But in the meantime, would you pick a card? They they dropped it on the floor in the back, so they sent me over here to confuse you. <laughs> oh man! So uh, so that that was my first couple days, and then it ended on on Wednesday with uh, the beginning of Lazy River Conf. We handed out a hundred shirts, so many shirts, and about a hundred FOTS stickers floating on the. On the, on, inner the tube? on the on the inner tube, yeah, yeah. So that that I mean, that's pretty good, I guess. Like, I I think I brought home like fifty stickers. Actually, I shouldn't say we gave away a hundred t-shirts. 
I kept three smalls and gave them to my kids. Mm, my kids also got shirts. Yeah. Well, that's still giving them away, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's not you and me wearing them. Anna. Not all hundred of them at yeah. the same time. That would that would be cool, amazing. Oh, that's probably some sort of record. We should have get a hundred. What's the should. record for uh, for for most T-shirts worn at once? I have no idea. I bet it's big. It's probably a lot. Next year we should have a contest and mm-hmm. let people see how many shirts they can get on in less than a minute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's one thing to get them on, but then the real trick, the real contest, is getting them off. That's true. Because at that point you got no arm mobility, and and whoever whoever gets them gets the most on gets a free ticket to Lazy River Conf, which a, a thing that was ostensibly already free, but now you have a coupon for it. Yeah, that's to make right. It official. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when a child gives you a gift for hugs. Yeah, that's right. It's like thank you. I I also got asked to sign a copy of Piftus. Wow! But uh, then. I turned around and he was gone. It was like a ghost. Uh, I think there were just the too many. Of, the, too, the ghost of Pift is past. Right. <laughs> I was. Came I and was, went. I was uh, just, there were so many people coming down and I, I wanted to stand there and hand out t-shirts and shake everybody's hand. And, and I think I bored him. <laughs> he finally just walked away. I don't know. I feel really bad. The ghost of the ghost of Bob Marley. Not Bob Marley. <laughs> wrong, wrong Marley. <laughs> what was the name of the <laughs> Jesus? What was the name of the of Marley from from? I Christmas? thought it was just Marley. Uh, Cratchit. Well, no, no. Now, that was see Cratchit now it's Bob was, Cratchit. <laughs> it wasn't. It might have been Bob Cratchit. I mean, I might be confusing two. Anyway, two characters. I don't know. I know it's yeah, Marley. I only remember that like I the. <laughs> The the majority of my knowledge about that story is essentially from Muppet Christmas Carol. (laughs) All the rats running around. Where Gonzo is the narrator. (laughs) There should be more Muppets movies. I agree. Actually, I think that might be more important to talk about than. Yeah, actually, let's talk about something important. Okay. (laughs) Muppets. We need a we need a damn changeme.org or change.org or whatever that website is for bring back Muppet movies. Bring back Muppet. That's right. We, we need, need more, a Muppet movie more every classic year. book adaptations as told by the Muppets. Oedipus Rex 20, by the Muppets. 20,000 20, leagues <laughs> is sitting right there. Oedipus Oh my god. And then he meets his mother. <laughs> oh. oh sorry. That would I don't think that's gonna pass Disney muster. I I, I no, probably not. <laughs> I think three quarters of the listeners just died laughing and the other ones are like, I gotta look just up died. Oedipus. I gotta look up Oedipus. <laughs> I just quit. They're like, no, I'm out. <laughs> These guys lied to me. They said they were gonna talk about elixir. And now they're just here talking about whatever. I'm out of here. <laughs> I'm out. I don't want to be. I didn't come to this podcast to learn about classic works of literature. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Actually, uh, I, I, I do think some some Dumas change to Muppets would be awesome. Mm. Some mm-hmm. jailbreaks. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Man, the Iron Mask. Oh, good one. Yeah. I mean, they've got to do it better than Leonardo DiCaprio, right? I mean, it's. I think we've only attempted. Yeah, Leonardo DiCaprio had a good run in a lot of sort of <laughs> old literature turned into movies. Yeah, 
And by a good run, I mean that he had a run of that. He had Man in the Iron Mask. Yeah. Sh- uh, uh, Ro- Romeo the and Romeo Juliet. and Juliet adaptation. Mm-hmm. That's about it, actually. So just two that okay. I can recall. Uh, but he was also in... Oh, no, no. He was in... Uh, this wasn't... Uh, th- these weren't uh, um, uh, sequential, but he, he was Gatsby. Oh, yeah. In, in, in uh, The Great Gatsby, which is a book that people like. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, that's... Are we are we deciding that we're going to curse on this podcast now? I don't I don't I don't think that we should. <laughs> okay, so I mean that that book falls squarely into the category of uh, white people Aristotelian bullcrap that they like, <laughs> like as all these works of, of of all these literary works do. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> so yeah, so Elixir Comp was fun. Yeah, there's a how lot did, to talk about. How was training? How was training? You know, training was really good. It went better than it. It was easily the best trainings we've done yet with that training. Nice. Um, I think we really tuned a lot of the stuff. Like the first time we gave it, it was just way too hard, and we didn't guide people enough. So uh, I, we, we Ben and I reworked a lot of that to help provide more insight and guidance through mm-hmm. the training. Our training is set up as four sort of distinct phases and they kind of co- coincide with like when we have breaks and stuff like that throughout the day. Nice. Um it's just one day training or is it two? It's one day training. One day. I we did two days but it's it's different people. Okay. So the the goal is you start uh and and eventually you build like an application that it, that uses distributed elixir. And along the way you start, the goal is to kind of learn about both the primitives that are available but also like the failure conditions that you're going to see and the kinds of things that you have to really take into account when you're building a clustered application. Um, and so the way we do that is we sort of present the problem. We talk a little bit about, you know, here's these big ideas. Here's the kind of problems that you're going to see. Uh, here's what we're going to use to solve it in a, in a real big picture sense. And then what we do is we kind of turn you loose and we have a repo that has a test suite in it. You run the test suite, you find the next failure, and then you have to like work through that failure. Nice. And the test suite kind of guides you through a bunch of different, you know, things. So like it'll it'll help you build up the your clustered application, have you start like sending messages back and forth and replicating state and all that kind of stuff. And then mm-hmm. once you're done with all that, then we start causing failures to happen. So we do things like split nodes apart and kill nodes and kill worker processes and that kind of stuff mm-hmm. in order to induce certain failures. And then you have to kind of learn how to combat those failures and move past them. Nice. I heard some good things, uh, good feedback from people. So I didn't know if if they were giving you the feedback or if, like always, everybody's afraid of how tall you are and they come and talk to me instead. Yeah, it's one <laughs> of the benefits of being tall is no one talks to me. <laughs> They're afraid so, you won't be able to hear them. Right, yeah. <laughs> and if they do talk to me, it's always the same four jokes. You know, how's the weather up there? Did you play basketball in high school? Et cetera. Did you say, no, I did magic at tables? Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's what I follow it up with. And then immediately I whip out a deck of cards and I pick a card. Any card. <laughs> you pick a card? <laughs> you pick a card. Oh, okay. Any card. <laughs> so it was good. No, we got we got good feedback. Day one, we had about 30 people, and that was about perfect. That was like the right amount of people for the two of us. And I feel like everybody really hung in there. And there was a lot of everybody came in with like a good amount of knowledge, like kind of the perfect amount of knowledge for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, some people were slightly farther behind or slightly ahead, but overall 
I mean, that's kind of the hard thing. It's like, it's like teaching a, 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 cl- a class at university or something like that. Like how do you teach to, you know, too many people? Right. Like how right. do you guide that many people through the, through the day? So that, that's tricky. But overall, I think we hit the right, I think we more or less hit the right level of difficulty. I had a bunch of people, you know, one of the unfortunate things is that you don't really get negative feedback. Like no one really comes up and says like your training sucked. Right. So it's got to be really bad before anybody's willing to say anything. Yeah. Before anyone, well, before anybody's willing to say it to your face, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> you know, they'll, they'll go and say it to everybody else. I'm sure. <laughs> but day one was really good. I had a lot of feedback that was like, this was way harder than I thought it was going to be, but I did it. And that's the thing is like, that's kind of the goal. That's kind of intentional. We want to, we're trying to hit this, this mark where it's like just outside your comfort zone. Cause mm-hmm. that's how you're really going to learn stuff. You know, right. you're really going to understand it. Push yourself just a little bit. Oh, I see a kiddo. That was really my other favorite part of the conference was your kids gave me high fives like 20 times. Oh yeah. They're super into high fives. Yeah. <laughs> Mega into high fives. Uh, day two, day two of training was had 70 people and that was a lot. Wow. And you know, one of the other things uh, about day two and i think it's just sort of how the you know this is like how selection works i guess a lot of those people were coming into our training like right not a lot some of those people were coming into our training right off the back of doing a training the previous day which was the equivalent of like here's elixir so they were really getting thrown into the deep end so they did a beginning elixir and then a distributed elixir. yeah yeah they jumped into ours and we like (laughs) We sort of expect that you're you already know OTP to some degree that like you've you've done supervision that you understand how processes get named all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. At least you're familiar with it, even if you don't understand how it works. But you know, some of the people who were the most novice, I mean, they hung in there all day. So that's a testament to them. This is not an easy. It's not an easy training. You know, like I said, kind of intentionally. We don't want to make it like brutally hard. It's not you know. We're not trying to create like the training equivalent of Dark Souls, but <laughs> I think it's we do want to push people and we want to push people to understand that like these problems are hard. Like if you start trying to replicate state, you know, that's a hard thing. And are you will are you ready to take that on? So we try to we try to explain that, get like make that point come across for yeah. people. Yeah, I think I, I've noticed it's very easy if nobody's looked into distributed work to say, oh, well, I can just stand up two gen servers and have them copy each other's state. Everything will be okay. Mm-hmm. You're like, yeah, no, that's, that's not. It doesn't work. <laughs> no. Unless you just really don't care about data at all, mm-hmm. consistency or anything. Yeah. Then it works. It, well, exactly. <laughs> or if you're running on one node. And a lot of people can, can get by on running on one node. Yep. Yep. So, in which case, problem solved. Done. So, yeah, so in any case, it was fun. De- people definitely left and did not come back oh, <laughs> during man. day two. But I mean, that's to be expected. And, and it's like, and I get it. I think there's more to improve on our end to guide people through that training and, and make sure we don't lose, make sure we don't lose people. But I think at the end of the day, like you just can't cater. You can't well, cater it to everyone. I, I, so think, I feel bad for those. I feel I think, bad that we like lost those people, but it for, for them, like we didn't deliver the value that they wanted. But I mean, you, you, you self select into a level, right? Like you say your training is for intermediate to advanced. 
and they self-select into that. And then maybe you don't self-select correctly. Actually, Anna's talk, she talked about this. One of the things that um, they do at, um, oh, geez, I forget what it's called. Elixir Bridge. Uh, Elixir Bridge. Is you self-select into a class, um, beginner, immediate, and advanced, and advanced. And partway through the day, they they might talk to you or or you can self-select into one of the other classes. So you're like, hey, maybe advanced wasn't where I should be. Um, right. and you can move, but I mean, that's not, not you're, you're only one person in one training. It's not like you have that option, but, um, so I, I think that's, that's fair to have some people leave either because I've got this, I know this, or mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not ready for this. You've, you've given me enough in my first half of the day to go home and think. So hopefully right. like the beginners really got something out of it anyway. I hope so. I hope so. And a lot of people, you know, one of the main pieces of feedback we do get is people come up and they're like, I feel like, you know, some some equivalent of the phrase, I feel like you've broken my brain, uh, gets stated a lot to us as feedback, but it's always in like a very positive way. Like people are sort of like, this was awesome because it was hard. Like it feels good when you get through it because you're like, I did it. Like this was not easy and I figured it out. So that was fun. That was that was a lot of fun. I really enjoy trainings. It's very different than speaking, but it's it's rewarding in a very different way. It's rewarding in sort of a more personal way for me. So it's nice. Nice. May, one of these days, maybe I'll actually attend or or give a training. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe, maybe I should attend your distributed Elixir training. Oh, well, that, yeah. Be, we'll probably try to give it fun. again at some point. Yeah, it'd be cool. fun. So what, what, what talks did you uh, enjoy the most? Um, yeah, so I've been going down a list. I didn't get to go to a lot of them when I'm at the conference, so I've been catching up on the YouTube. Mm-hmm. Some of them aren't on YouTube, which is interesting. I'm not sure why, mm-hmm. but yeah, not all of them are there. That's strange. Yeah. So what are some of the ones that stick out to me? Um, so I really, really liked uh, Joanna's talk. Oh, uh, me too. About string optimization stuff. That was super fun and really well done. And had a ton of really good information in there. She did. She did a fantastic job. Great speaker. Great information. Mm-hmm. Slides were not, there. wasn't too much. Too little. It's sometimes like like that's a struggle I have with technical talks. Is is either it's so little that it's like, eh, or there's so much that at the end I'm like I I don't even know what I just did. <laughs> but hers yeah. is perfect. Yeah, I felt I felt like it was uh, the right. Uh, yeah, totally what you said. It's the totally the, like the right amount of detail that, and I took up two seats in the front row. <laughs> <laughs> I sat down next to somebody and when nobody sat down on the other side of me, I just scooted over. So I had two seats. I was like there. Now we all have plenty of room. So, yeah. uh, uh, Samuel Mullen, uh, friend of the show from here in KC, he's sitting behind me and he leans up. It was the second talk that that happened in. And he leans up and he goes, hey there, double wide. <laughs> so, so apparently that's my new nickname. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, that's canon now. <laughs> now I've yeah, we're gonna use it. that. It's, it's done. Yeah, it's done. <laughs> but yeah, her talk was really, really good. And it was like, like, a, like I, think, I think you're exactly correct. It was a ton of really useful 
detail. It's exactly what you want for technical talk. There's a ton of really useful detail, none of which felt overwhelming, all of which felt like it stacked on each other so that you could really comprehend it. And Mm -hmm. it wasn't, but it also didn't feel like it, you know, took a a billion years to kind of go through it. Like it was like the right amount of detail um, and well delivered. So that was really good. Amanda, Amanda's talk was also really good. I missed that Um, one. She was talking about how to adopt, uh, like things, things, that they've learned after, you know, doing like an Elixir project. It's, and it's some, it's sort of an intro to people for people who are maybe new to Erlang and Elixir and building applications with them and stuff like that. But I thought she did a great job of explaining some of the really cool stuff that's in Erlang and Elixir while also giving a lot of caveats of like, you don't need to throw away everything you've ever learned in order to come do this. And, you know, and at the same time, you don't need to go all in on OTP primitives to build a good system. Right. So I thought that was really well delivered. Nice. I have um, to, to find that talk. I'm writing it down. Mm-hmm. Amanda. And then um, Miriam's talk is great. Yes. Yes. And, and, you know, she translated it all to Elixir for us. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Done. Yeah. Her talk was really, really fun mm-hmm. and totally worth watching. And I, I think uh, she was specifically talking about like, how do you, what, what things, I mean, she titles the talk, like things you shouldn't do, but it's sort of things you should, things you have to do when you hit a certain scale. Yeah. And it's filled with all kinds of like super interesting information. Well, and one of them, I think that you can do and should, should do now really my thought is the ordering of arguments, right? So the, the beam has to move things around in order. You've, so if you've you talked have, about this before, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So like that one's easy. And a lot of the uh, code is already set up to work that way pretty well. Cause your return value also gets put in the first register. Right. So the return value from your last statement, if it's the first in the list of arguments for your next one, there's mm-hmm. a lot less machine code, not machine code. Well, machine code, but, um, assembly to move thing. You, yeah. There's a lot less register flipping, right? So that one, I I think, is something that you could do now, straight out of her talk. That's not one of the you shouldn't do's. Sure, like like process dictionary. Yeah, process dictionary. I'm going to change everything to that. I hear it's so much faster. <laughs> it's so much faster. <laughs> so much faster. <laughs> worth it. Nailed it. <laughs> and yeah, and her talk her, was great. Super her worth slide, watching. Her slides were fantastic too. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I yeah, I just really enjoyed that talk. Uh, and An- Anna's talk, I mm-hmm. enjoyed too. Anna has a good cadence when she's speaking. She does, yeah. yeah, yeah. Not too fast, not too slow, just comfortable. And she mm-hmm. just talks away. I, I so that was a that was a great talk for me too. As someone who mostly gets by on shouting a lot when they're on stage, I find <laughs> people who can be calm and reserved. And get their points across to be very refreshing and inspiring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like to shout too when I'm on stage. It's, yeah, it's a good place to be. Uh, then there was uh, that weird guy's talk about norm. Oh my gosh! I don't know. It was ab abnorm, but we'll we'll deal with uh, it. Norm core. No <laughs> norm core. It was Post-norm no, core. No, you you did a fantastic job. I I enjoyed your talk. I told somebody I was a little sad that 
I was going to be speaking with you at Gig City Elixir because I can't look as good as you while I speak or sound as good as you. So just need I, to wave your arms around a whole lot more. That's my <laughs> that's my technique. Nice. That's my that's my power move. I just wave my arms, just 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 gesticulate wildly. <laughs> We're shouting loud things and waving our arms. Yeah, that's basically it. That's my whole move. That's the whole move right there. <laughs> No, that that talk was fun. I, I'm happy. I also felt I watched it. I watched it to take notes to sort of like I always do this. I, I watch the, either a recording of myself or I, I record it on my laptop while I'm giving the talk uh, in order to take notes and try to improve on speaking. And my only note was stop being so crazy. Like stop, stop running around the stage and fidgeting. See, and I appreciate so, that because that a lot of times they turn down all myself. the lights so that you can see slides. So you being extra animated keeps me awake. So I actually, <laughs> I actually appreciate that. Um, I was a little sad that you didn't take questions. I had one loaded before I even walked into the room. You ready for it? Okay, yeah, hit me. Put me on blast. Why don't you just use dialyzer? Why, why double wide? Why, why don't you just use dialyzer? Ah, yeah, it's <laughs> true. <laughs> That's true. I, Why didn't you, I, I didn't think about that. Oh, it's so obvious now. I was just trolling. I wasted six <laughs> months of my life. Oh, no, the I, answer was right there in front of me the whole time. I, I'm pretty excited about Norm. Uh, I've got I've got a project. I think I've talked to you about a few times where I'm using cameras and talking back and forth with a bunch of cameras and and um, some Python AI. So I I think that Norm would be really good, especially on those edges of the system. And so I'm I'm excited to try it out, see how it goes. I looked through the code; it's pretty good. You did all right. Did okay. Yeah, yeah you did okay. I mean, did okay. All right. I mean, Jason's code was better, but yours is okay too. That's fine. No, I'm I believe it. I actually didn't look to see who. Wrote I'm not what. actually much of a programmer. <laughs> is the thing. You're a thinker. Yeah, I'm more of an ideas guy. <laughs> oh, so uh, what else did you go to? I, uh, I went to actually. I'll I'll just go. You you've said a lot of them. I'm gonna say one. Okay. Uh, David, Gary, pl- pl- please David, continue. David Shanker. Yes, you there. David Shanker. Uh, uh, Etz and Elasticsearch. Oh and, yeah, and I like saw, that's on trying, my queue. Trying to do full text search and Elasticsearch. He he points out a few of things like Joe Armstrong did, uh, and and just talks about some of it. He he doesn't have like a full blown full text search or anything written in it's 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 like his his progress so far and and his learning and and i i find those really interesting i like to see talks where it takes me through how somebody thinks and i and i got Mm -hmm. to see that and and so that was pretty cool i really enjoyed it and he's just an ultra nice guy nice yeah that one's on my queue i think it's like next on my queue on on my my uh, on my stack nice I'm currently in the middle of, oh, I, I totally am forgetting his last name. First name is John. He gave a talk uh, from PagerDuty. He gave a, also super nice guy. I met him at the generic Asian restaurants bar. Um, <laughs> I believe that's the official title of that hotel. It, it was very generic Asian. Yeah, it's generic Asian. Yeah. So he, but he was super nice guy uh, from PagerDuty. And we talked a little bit about some of the stuff he's been doing, but he gave a talk on um, CQRS. Mm. And I, so far, it's been a really, really great talk. I didn't get to catch it live. I, yeah, um, I wanted to go to that, and I don't remember why I missed it. I don't know if there was another talk. There, there were a couple times I, I needed to go support people. 
<clears throat> yeah, I, I I went to a couple like solidarity talks. Um, not to say that those talks were bad, but yeah, like were- if I'm going to a talk, I'll almost always like go to the solidarity talk. Right. Um, because I mean they're all gonna be online anyway, except for the one that's not. Which one? There's was- one of them that's not. Apparently, I think the guy like cursed a lot on, and now it's oh. like not on YouTube. I, I mean, or something. Maybe. I mean, those two things might not be. Those don't. That might not be a causal relationship. <laughs> also, might be a rumor mill. I mean, <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> it's, it's possible. It was the like unlearning elixir talk or something like that. Oh, with uh, um, Randall. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. I bet. I met Randall. 2007 in an elevator and I was wearing a fork you shirt from engine yard mm-hmm. and classy and Randall worked at engine yard at the time. And I get in this elevator in my friend's loft building and this guy in the elevator goes, cool shirt. I worked there. <laughs> and that was it. <laughs> but yeah, Randall and I caught up a little bit too, uh, and sent a picture to, uh, Mutual friend in St. Louis, so that was good. But I did not nice. make it to his talk. What else? There was another one on my list that was really fun. I was going to say I, I can't went, think of it. I went to Jason Goldberger's talk. I missed. About, I missed that one. That's also on my queue. Yeah, <laughs> it's it, it's pretty pretty interesting. So I'm doing the AI with the camera right now. So just seeing like some kind of API coming about to do AI within Elixir itself is is really nice instead of shelling out to Python. Nothing wrong. There's a lot of great libraries in Python. It's just yeah. one less thing to have to deploy and make sure you have the right version and and deal mm-hmm. with. And that's that's really what I like is just the one set it, forget it. I don't have to worry about upgrades. If I'm upgrading, I'm upgrading Elixir and Erlang, which I'm already going to be doing. And so I'm not having to upgrade Python or make sure that I'm on the right Python library or anything like that. It's right. just it's just easier management. Yeah. Yeah, I feel you. Yeah, I have never quite figured out how virtual env works. And at this point, I'm too afraid to ask. And so that's always been an inhibitor for me doing a ton of Python. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I kind of don't quite understand how all of that works. I think I understand it, but it always seems real weird to me. I wrote Python for a year once. That was enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I like Python fine. I, I thought Python it was like a okay. Um, I, I it wasn't necessarily the best coded project in the world that I was on. So that mm. that that has mm-hmm. some. Uh, there's a little bit of that in there, but um, yeah, I just didn't really get into the dependency management and switching versions of Python at that time was horrible. Yeah. I've heard it's gotten way better, but it was pretty rough. <laughs> Yeah, well, things now support Python 3. Not everything, still <laughs> not everything, but certain things do support Python 3 now. I think most things do. It's tough to say. But you still have to, like, you can't just run, like, pip. You have to, like, pip 3, and I don't know, it's a whole thing. So from Johanna's talk, did we, uh, did did her Elixir beat the Python speed? I think it did. I think it did. Yeah, I think it did. Yeah, I, f- I feel like it did. It beat Ruby, and although I think it used now, I'm forgetting maybe more memory than Ruby did. I, yeah, I think I think uh, Ruby used three, which kind of makes sense. And she was using four. Meg, gig, gig, gig. 
Yeah. But I thought I thought at the end of her talk she brought I don't know. I need to watch that talk again. It's good. It's good. It had good yeah. information. So go watch it. Yeah. Yeah. What are highlights? What you, what else you got? What else what else was rad? Doesn't have to be a talk. Just what else was cool? I mean, I mean there you, it, it always I had street tacos downtown. Be. Yeah, you left. Uh, yeah. You went out of Aurora. Yeah. That seems like a highlight. Uh there's a place called Machetes. They had fantastic tacos. It was we had a, a friend, Brian Nigley, who we met down, and he's he lives in Denver now. And so he's like, hey, I, I know this great place. It's on his way home. So we only had to take a lift one way. We all climbed into his truck and went down there, and it was it was fantastic. I could have ordered a second dinner, but I didn't want to be the only one. <laughs> uh, so that was good. It was good to catch up with people. Um, Martin Gosby spent some time catching Gosby. up with him. I, I, he cracked, he gave me some tortoise stickers with the actual tortoise, not the, um, not the original ones with sea like turtle. A, the, the turtle, the sea turtle on them. I was, I really told him he should get sea turtle ones. That's pretty funny. <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's also like a very inside joke, but it's pretty funny. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Worth it. No, I mean, it, it can't be understated how fun it is to see all these people. And yeah. that's so that's so much the reason to go because I mean you could ju- you can just watch the talks online so why go in the first place right mm-hmm. like you go because it's fun to hang out with all these people because you get to see all your you know all your friends that you're not going to see again for however many months I was up every so. night from between one and three a.m. and got out of bed every day a usual well I would wake up at five thirty because it's my normal time. Right. And then go back to sleep and get up about at like seven thirty, eight o'clock and, and go. Uh, yeah. so it was it was good. It was but, a lot of fun. But I live on that. Um the fire was awesome. Oh, right. Yeah, there was a fire. Yeah, yeah. I slept through it. Our yeah. our great in and case okay, so in case you, people didn't get above this story? the fire too. Like well, so I don't know. So I don't know what happened. No one knows. But first of all, and I mean, I think most people who weren't there understand this at this point but here's how this went down so we're all there night before the conference and all of a sudden the power goes out for like 10 hours <laughs> for a long time well but like some of the power's out i mean obviously like registers are all still working so they can serve alcohol and like take money that's all still working fine yeah. but all the kitchens shut that's down in the generator money is on right. the generator yeah all money's always on the generator there's always money on the generator <laughs> So the the that starts I mean and I don't know how many dead dinosaurs that we had to burn through to keep that that giant hotel running I but it's got to be a lot. I think it's I think, at least 3. Oh, we don't call them brontosauruses anymore. Apatosauruses. So the, the manager at least 3 of those guys. The manager ran into me and I think he said he has he had 50,000 gallons of oil outside which would keep it running for 24 hours. Yeah. 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 So at one point I was standing with a group of people and we were like, so do we get a refund or like mm. get a comp room for this or anything? And he was like, no. Yeah. Some people, this was, did, an, act some of, people this was an act of God. Yeah. Some people <laughs> so, did. Some people didn't. It turns out if you had kids at least and you went up to the register the next morning, you're like, so you kept waking us up and you didn't have power. Oh, and then so power eventually did come back on, I guess, at like three in the morning or something like that. One in the morning. It did came you on have, about one in the did morning. Did you have all your lights on? No, but we had <laughs> some of our lights on. Oh, man. And so some of those lights like came on and woke up 
at least me. And so I turned off the lights or whatever. I went back to sleep. I woke up the next morning. I was like, okay, that wasn't that bad. Whatever. Like it's, it is what it is. I'll, I'll recover from, from the day. Apparently I find out that there was a fire in the middle of the night because, and, and like people had to leave their rooms apparently because like this had never happened before to them. And so when all the, this is like never, this like subsystem had never been tested. And oh. so when the power came back on, it like caused an electrical fire because something they said it was burst a, or a died. Com- or a computer caught fire. And then and it, so it started and then a, it, a legit fire. And then it sucked the smoke into the HVAC system and blew it out on a couple floors. So I'm wondering if maybe those were the floors that they had to evacuate. I don't know. I got evacuated. I was, I didn't. It didn't go off at all. And, and there and it, and it's not like we slept through it. Right. Like many, many people report that, you know, oh, I didn't have to go. I, I didn't have I, to leave. I promise you there is no way you would have slept through how loud that thing was in your room. Right. That's the thing is like and, and not that many people like maybe one person. Well, maybe one person would have slept through it, but not that many people. There's a there's a fire uh, house or whatever they call them, fire station, like across the road from brigade, the hotel fire brigade. And they still took like 25 minutes to show up and then they showed up and, and it was like truck, 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 ambulance. And it just, they seemed to just keep coming. And then they went in with hoses. And the next morning when I found out that there was a real fire and they didn't evacuate the entire hotel, it kind of scared me. I was like, I would, I would have been more mad if I had been left in the hotel. I mean, I was perfectly fine with it. (laughs) You're like, I, I mean, I would have been mad sleep. if, you know, yeah, I would have been mad if, like, it had been a real problem. And then somebody also was saying oh, when they were leaving their room, they, like, put their hands on the door to see if it was warm and talking about, like, all the stuff you should do for fire safety whenever you're going right. to leave your room. Not me. I was so tired. I was, like, barging out in the hallway. Just, right. Yeah. You immediately <laughs> would have been backdrafted. Yes. I would have been dead. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So, that happened. Everybody was pretty grouchy the next morning. I thought it was mostly a fun story. Yeah. You ever have those experiences where you, you know it sucks like in the moment, but you're like, at least this is going to be a good story later. Yeah. That, well, I felt that. that was, that's kind of what it felt like. When we were standing outside and there was a rabbit hopping around and a lady talking about how she was there for a Catholic conference and the guy next to mm. me just kept dropping the F-bomb. It's <laughs> mm. <laughs> like, this is going to be good. <laughs> yeah. So that happened. Oh, I remember the talk. Um, uh, Torin. Uh, gave a really mm. good um, lightning talk about how to like split nodes and do distribution and set that kind of stuff up. Uh, and I'm not just bringing it up because he um, he he gave me like a, and been a shout out <laughs> in the middle of it. Oh, nice. Um, it was it was legitimately like really really well put together. And he's like a he's like a good presenter, like a really solid presenter. And I say that like acting surprised. It's it's more like he should be giving a longer form talk at an elixir conference you hear that <laughs> at torn? some point so i don't know if he listens to the podcast or not it's fine but i know he used case, to i don't know if he still it, does. His, but his slides were really po- well polished yeah it, it was it was really solid nice nice uh, so, uh are the lightning talks recorded yeah yep, good they're on good. youtube because uh, i was floating around the river during yeah, lightning same. talks. Yeah. yeah. That was same. floating around the river with a group of like 10 or 11 people and just yeah. talking about the ecosystem and our jobs. And that 
it was, it was, I couldn't have asked for a better time. Really? Yeah. That lazy river comp was awesome. Yeah. I'm glad, um, I'm glad we put that together. It, it turned yeah. out super. Yeah. Well. That was, that was really, really fun. And yeah, like being in like this giant herd of inner tubes, Moving fairly swiftly. That lazy river was not that lazy. No, and then it sprays water on you twice. Yeah. You're like, what is it's going on? It's sort of on? a hazardous river. <laughs> like, I think I think at one point we were all, like, sitting atop the inner tubes and then very quickly realized that that was hazardous because those walls are scratchy. Yes. And it, well, it was I cold. I believe that's the term. It was cold that second evening. The yeah. Wednesday night was really warm, so I expected to go mm-hmm. out there and it'd be hot. And I hopped in and I was like, oh, the wind was blowing and mm-hmm. clouds were out. Yeah. But, but it, it was fun, yeah, and yeah, to talk about the ecosystem and to talk about cool stuff we were working on or ideas we were having or whatever, like that was perfect. It was exactly right. Yeah. So that was that's probably my favorite hallway track I've ever ever been a part of. Was was yeah. floating around that lazy river. So it was good. Good on you, hotel. Thanks for having that. Maybe next mm-hmm. year you could put some uh, glaze or tile over the, mm-hmm. the top edge because some of those things that they put on the uh, in the gutters at. A bowling alley for kids, yes, or for me when I when I go bowling, <laughs> bumpers. Those are these called, yeah. yeah, some bumpers, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah, because because it's dangerous to my elbows to hit that. And yeah, I don't enjoy I, it. I, I'm not sure that those not inner tubes it. are going to last very long. You're going to have mm-hmm. holes rubbed in them in mm-hmm. three months. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so that was it. Saw lots of good friends. We ate food. Food, lots of food was had. Yeah. Kind of, any other yeah. highlights? I can't think of anything. Um, well, nothing else. It's like Sa- Samuel that rode home with me. He won the mechanical keyboard from Peak a- oh, after he fancy. joked about how he wins everything, <laughs> and then he actually won it. So that was cool. see. I feel like I feel like if someone's like I win everything, and then they win, you're like you're cheating. Yeah, <laughs> stupid cheater. You're just cheating. now. I don't know how you've figured out how to scam this system, but now you're just cheating. <laughs> Yeah, I I don't know. I uh the I the vendors were awesome. I thought there was a whole mm-hmm. lot more of them this year. It makes me feel like the community's really taken off when there's new vendors all the time and it's not just the same old people. PepsiCo being there was pretty awesome. Uh I mm-hmm. didn't drink any of their game juice or whatever they called it, but uh I, don't, I did yeah, I did stop I by talk to them. Uh a lot of the people working there came out of Toyota, so I've worked with them. It was it was oh, pretty cool. cool. They had one of the best sort of uh, paid like sponsor slots ever. They were very self aware, <laughs> and they're so that talk- was cool. Nice, yeah, yeah. Well, and they're like in like you know like they do the the like sponsor thing or whatever. Like, hey, we're gonna get up here and you should come work for us, kind of slot. Yeah, yeah. I thought that that was well done. They were very self aware about the whole thing, so that was cool. Um, I have to say, I think Justice has found his calling as an MC. Yeah, he did. He did a great job. Great job. So that was that was pretty funny. <laughs> and then all of the the jokes being pulled in was pretty funny. Uh, I, yeah, I, I don't understand I this mean, pimento cheese thing though. Like, I don't get it either. I legitimately don't get it. So strange. It's so weird. I don't under. I don't get. I don't get it. I don't get where it came from. I got nothing. But you know it. At least it was a very popular part of uh, the conference. Though. Yeah, people seem to have really taken to it, and and they ate a They're lot. Really of into it. It's sort of everywhere too. It's everywhere around the community right now, and I don't know why. It's, or or how? It's weird. How do these memes even start? Who knows? 
So yeah, good elixir conf. We'll be back in Aurora next year. Yeah. Uh, hopefully next time it's we don't have fire conf also and power out conf. That would be good. Yeah. I think I think that would be solid. That would be a, just a marked improvement. I Now, power out conf did come with a free headlamp for me. Oh, you got a free headlamp? Yeah, I was getting ready to head upstairs. I talked to the manager for a minute, and then he said, hey, go over to that guy over there who's holding like the Walmart bag. And he said, I bought 500 flashlights and you can go pick one. And so I walked over there and he had a bag and he had like some flashlights. He had a headlamps. And, and then the guy I, had a headlamp on. And I was like, I want that one. <laughs> I did not take the man's headlamp. So you took the man's really nice black diamond headlamp. <laughs> That's right. With a hard hat attached. No. I'm, right. Yeah. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry. It was, a, it, was a, it was a Petzl. He was a minor. <laughs> he, he was actually just a guest. He'd been staying there. <laughs> So yeah, that was it. Was cool. I got to come home with a headlamp. Um, got nice. Some, got some uh, good swag. I travel with a headlamp. And that's just a that's a that's a pro move. So I do have to say, I was really sad. Uh, the Colorado natives thing in the morning. Yeah. Of of check in, I didn't. I I was like, oh, she's gonna have some people from Colorado down there, or whatever. So I didn't get down there early enough. And then people were like, hey, we had a bald eagle. There were there were birds of prey. Yeah, so I was pretty disappointed that I didn't get to go get my picture taken with a bird of prey. Yeah, but oh well, it's very on brand. Yeah, for you know elixir, <laughs> that's really sort of all in the same wheelhouse. Yeah, yeah. You can't really think. You, I I for one don't think about. I never once think about elixir without thinking about you know a bald eagle or a barn owl. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Really go hand in hand in talon. Fair, fair enough. So I think next year they should bring out a black bear, and you. Could, oh yeah. You, you, then you now could, you're talking. You could get bear hugs. Mm, yeah, yeah. It's both a joke and very dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, perfect. Well, I kind of need to get going for the day, and I actually probably just need to to take a nap. <laughs> yeah, I'm mostly recovered. Yeah. Well, I have a I had a meetup we'll last see. night. And, and I have an elixir meetup tonight, so it's it's time to to crash. So thanks. All right, man. Thanks for catching up. Yep. Anytime. Yeah, talk to you later. Later. Bye.